It's not annoying if you're offering them something of value or if you're offering them something they need. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Amp Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of VoiceSam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Every week, I try to throw out an episode that is going to give you some practical, actionable advice that you can put towards growing your voiceover business, not from the performance standpoint, but from the actual business and marketing and entrepreneurial standpoint. Voiceover, entrepreneur, VOpreneur. I'm Mark Scott. So glad to have you on the episode today. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you subscribe, you're never going to miss one of these podcast episodes ever again, and you can listen anywhere fine podcasts are given away for free, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And of course, you can hear any episode anytime at veopreneur.com. Go back and listen to them all. What I want to talk to you about today is a really important subject because I think that it is the key, or at least one of the keys, to successful marketing as a voice actor. The reality is, it's not always about the best voice getting the job. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's just about the voice that's available. Sometimes it's just about the person that they're thinking about in that moment. Hey, we need to get this done, and we need a male voice, and you know what? Mark was talking to us the other day. Let's just reach out to Mark so we can get this done quickly. Sometimes that's really what it's about, which means that from a marketing standpoint, we're talking about touches. Now, you'll hear me use this term a lot when I talk about marketing, and it's a term that you do need to be familiar with, but let me just be clear right out of the gate, it has nothing to do with getting physical. We're definitely not talking about that kind of touch. When I say the word touch and, and use it in this context, what I'm talking about is ways to keep connected periodically with your voiceover leads, with your voiceover prospects, and with those clients. This is what you are going to do in order to keep yourself top of mind with the people who are potentially going to hire you, or especially with the people who have hired you in the past. So when it's time for them to book their next voiceover recording, you want to be the first name that they're thinking of. Sometimes people don't have the opportunity or the time to go through a lengthy casting process. Sometimes it's a pain in the butt for them to throw the job up on a casting site and listen to hundreds of auditions. Maybe they even keep an active roster of talent on their own, but they don't always have time to reach out to that active roster and request a bunch of auditions. So sometimes they really just need to book somebody because they need to do it now. And you want to be the person that they are thinking of when that opportunity comes, because not only do you do great work and you're very quick to respond and you're easy to work with, but because you're the one they're thinking about. So that means that you have to find ways to stay top of mind. 
which means you're going to have to be reaching out to these people more than once a year or once every two years or once every three years. And I know when you hear me say it that way, it probably sounds really stupid and obvious, but at the same time, I challenge all of you listening to this episode right now to look back through your database and see how many people are in that database that you haven't connected with in more than six months. How many people are in that database that you haven't connected with in more than eight months? How many people are in that database that you haven't connected with in more than a year? How many of them are clients? Because if you have clients in your database that you haven't connected with in more than six months, I promise you, you are leaving money on the table. Everybody in your database, whether they are a lead or a prospect or a client, should have been contacted within the last six to 12 months at the very least. It really should be more often than that. And just to be clear, by the way, for those that maybe aren't quite as familiar with how I use the term lead prospect and client, a lead is somebody that is in your database that maybe you haven't reached out to yet, or maybe you have reached out to, but you haven't had a conversation with them yet. And, and this is just my own personal classification, but it, it does work. So that's a lead. A prospect is somebody that you've reached out to and you've had some sort of positive interaction with. So maybe you sent them an email and they said, you know what, we really like your demos or we'd like to add you to our roster. Or maybe it's somebody who reached out to you through your website and asked you for a quote or asked you to audition for a job. Maybe it's somebody you met at a local networking event and they said that they were very much interested in having a conversation with you or very interested in working with you. Any kind of positive interaction, I consider them at that point to be graduated from a lead to a prospect. And then a client, well, I think that pretty much speaks for itself. So those are the classifications that I use. So in case you hear me tossing those terms around and you're not 100% sure what I'm re referencing, that's what I'm talking about. So the question then becomes, and this is one of the most asked questions in the voiceover industry when it comes to marketing. How do I do this without being annoying? Am I right? Am I inside your head right now? Is that exactly what you're thinking? How do I stay top of mind with these people without being annoying? Now, the thing that you may not realize about that question is it's actually a fear-based question. Your fear is that if you reach out to them too many times or if you reach out to them in the wrong way, you're going to get blacklisted and they're never going to work with you. And I'm not really sure where this fear originated, but it is absolutely what people think. So voice actors are constantly trying to determine how do I reach out without being annoying? And most of the time, they decide that it's not even possible to reach out without being annoying. And that is exactly why you have people in your database right now, as you're listening to this episode, that have not been contacted in six months or greater. So that's a problem. It's a problem that we need to address. So let's talk about that elephant in the room. The notion that by reaching out to people, you're annoying them. If you're going into your marketing efforts with that kind of mindset, it's never going to pay off because chances are you're not even going to do the marketing in the first place, which I think is where some of you are probably at right now. Because of that fear of being annoying, you just haven't done anything. So you're just sitting back waiting and hoping that the work will find you. Or you've become reliant on casting sites or agents or other forms of getting voiceover work and you just haven't actively done your own marketing. That's a problem. The other challenge with this mindset is that it, it can keep you from doing your marketing completely in general. So not even doing the follow-ups, but just from doing regular marketing 
because reaching out to a cold lead, somebody that you've never had a conversation with, all of a sudden you're worried, what if they don't like me? What if I annoy them? What if I upset them? What if they get angry? And so you've paralyzed yourself. Am I right? Am I, am I existing inside of your head a little bit right now? I know this. And here's why I know this, by the way. I had the exact same mindset. Years ago before I started doing this, I, I had the exact same mindset. But then I, I, had a, I had a moment where I sat down and I thought, you know what's really fun? Paying my rent is really fun. I, I really enjoy being able to go to my superintendent with a rent check and not have to worry about eviction notices and being homeless. And so that became incredibly motivating for me. And when I decided that paying my rent was more important to me than worrying about whether or not I might upset a stranger by sending them an email, well, then I just went ahead and sent the emails. And when I say it that way, you're probably thinking that sounds utterly ridiculous. And you're right, it does sound utterly ridiculous, but it is a fear that we all have. I've had it myself and I've overcome it. What is the absolute worst, like thermonuclear situation that could happen by sending an email to somebody that you've never had contact with before? They don't write you back? Is that going to be the end of your life? They don't hire you for voiceover work? Well, let me tell you something. They weren't hiring you in the first place, so you really didn't lose anything. So we have to get over this fear. We have to get over this fear that comes with marketing, and we definitely have to get over this mindset that in doing marketing, we are going to be annoying people. So I want you to remind yourself of this fact. You offer a valuable service. Your professional narration is going to enhance their video. It's going to tell their story. It's going to effectively deliver their message. It's going to keep their staff watching that training video engaged. It's going to give life to their commercial. They can't have the same level of success with their project without you. You're not reaching out to annoy people. You're reaching out to add value to their work. Okay, I want, I want you to repeat this after me. I know this sounds kind of corny, but I'm, I'm serious. I want you to repeat this after me. I'm not reaching out to annoy people. I'm reaching out to add value to their work. Now, not only do I want you to repeat that after me, I want you to write that one down on a post-it note, and I want you to stick it to the corner of your computer monitor so that the next time that you start to have self-doubt about marketing, the next time that those fears start to creep up on you, the next time that you start to use those excuses as a reason for not doing it, I want you to read that statement and shift your perspective. I'm not reaching out to annoy people. I'm reaching out to add value to their work. This is fact. And now that we have cleared up that little misconception, let's move on to the really good stuff. So the key to making effective marketing touches is to remember that it's not about constantly selling or pitching. And I think that's where a lot of voice actors fall short. What I mean by this is you can't just write a post that says, hey, I'm a professional voice actor and you can listen to my demos and hire me at markscottvoiceover.com and then schedule that post to go out on Twitter a bunch of times and on LinkedIn a bunch of times and on Facebook a bunch of times and on Instagram a bunch of times. That, that, that's not how it works. Okay, so the purpose of this episode is for following up with people who are already in your database, right? This, this episode is all about the follow-up. It's about making those touches that's going to keep you top of mind. So 
We are assuming at this point that they already know who you are and what you do. They know that you are a voice actor. So your objective is not necessarily to sell them. Your objective is just to gently remind them from time to time that you're here and that you're available if they need you. So with that in mind, I want to give you a few different ways that you can do this that are really, really easy. This is by no means a comprehensive list, but I think in hearing some of the ones that I suggest, it's going to trigger you to some things that you could probably start doing right now. The first and the easiest one, the one that has the absolute most effectiveness for me, is the vacation notice. So if you are getting ready to travel at any time during the year, by sending out an email to all of your existing clients, letting them know, hey, I'm going to be traveling from such and such a date to such and such a date inclusively, and I want to make sure that I don't miss any of your projects while I'm away. So in order to help you keep your timelines, I wanted you to know, and I'd like to be able to schedule with you before I leave so we can get things done. So in writing an email in that context, you're making it about them, even though it's your vacation, but you're clearly stating that I want to meet your needs before I go away. I don't want my vacation to mess up your deadlines. And so it's very important that you word it the right way. But I will send an email like that out sometimes between four and six weeks before I'm ready to go. And then I will send a secondary reminder, usually about two weeks before I go. And every single time, that results in work. One of the big jokes in the voiceover industry is if you're in a dry spell, book yourself out. As soon as you book yourself out, the work will come. And that's why we all take travel rigs with us whenever we go. And that's why there are so many pictures of hotel pillow forts on all the different social media groups, because we know this to be true. In fact, I have heard other voice actors say, you know what, book yourself out, even if you're not actually going anywhere, just because it can generate work. Or I've heard people say, book yourself out for two days, just go away for a night, just for the heck of it, not because you actually needed to, but just so that you have an excuse to book yourself out with your clients, just so that new work and opportunity can come because it gives you a really convenient reason to reach out to them. I'm not saying that you need to do that, but I can absolutely see how it works. But the thing that you need to know about this one is it's not annoying because it's offering value to the lead, to the prospect, or the client. It's giving them a heads up so that they can get their project done before you go, rather than leaving them stuck waiting for your return or putting them in a position where you have to record audio from a hotel, for example, and maybe it's not going to sound as good or maybe it's not going to sound as sa the same as other projects that you have done in the past. Or, worse yet, you put them in a position where they have to book another voice actor because they needed to get it done and you just weren't able to do it for them. So giving them that heads up that you're going to be going away actually offers a lot of value to them. It's not necessarily that you're reaching out and begging for work. You're reaching out and saying, hey, I don't want to put you in a tight spot because I'm going to be gone. Is there any way that I can help you before I leave? Really smart way to do it. And this doesn't just count for vacations. I'll send notices like this on major holidays as well. So U.S. Thanksgiving is coming up. You guys are taking a long weekend. Maybe you're going to be going and doing some Black Friday shopping. Maybe you're going to be out of the office for a few days because you're going to visit family and you're traveling over Thanksgiving. It's one of the busiest travel times of the year. So taking that as an opportunity to reach out to your clients now, as soon as this episode's done, write that email, let them know that you are going to be away for a few days, give them the dates and let them know that you're happy to take care of things before you have to go. 
Same thing with Christmas and New Year's. If you're going to be traveling over that holiday, maybe you're going to be away from Christmas to New Year's. Now, a lot of companies are shutting down now. It's becoming very popular. More and more places are starting to do it. But I still always book work throughout the holidays. And you have to remember, not everybody's celebrating Christmas, right? Different countries, different routines, different holidays. And so I always am booking work throughout the holiday season. So I will always let my clients know what my availability is going to be. So it's not just about the summer vacation. We're talking about any time you're going away. Are you traveling to VO Atlanta next year? That would be another opportunity to send an email like this. Are you traveling to the Mid-Atlantic Voiceover Conference next year? That would be another opportunity to send an email like this. Anytime you're going to be out of the office for a couple of days and there's a chance that it might impact your clients, take advantage of that to send the email because I promise you that particular email is not going to be annoying. The voice acting community is one of the most giving communities that you will ever encounter. On any given day, there is so much advice being handed out, whether it's through Facebook, through YouTube, through blogs, podcasts, other forms of social media. So many people are looking to help. And I believe that one of the reasons for that is because as we all get better at running our voiceover businesses, it's better for the industry as a whole. Here's the challenge. Just because somebody has a YouTube channel or a Twitter following or has the capacity to write a blog, doesn't specifically mean that they're somebody that you should be taking advice from. So one of the things that I wanted to do was to compile a resource of people that I knew could be trusted and collect advice from them. I reached out to 35 industry mentors and I asked every one of them the same question. If you could give a voice actor one piece of advice, what would it be? I reached out to people like Joe Cipriano, like Pat Fraley, Nancy Wolfson, Joan Baker, Chuck Duran, Everett Oliver, J. Michael Collins, Mary Lynn Wisner, Jeffrey Umberger, and so many more. 35 people in the voiceover industry that I know, respect, and trust, and that I know will give good advice to you. I took all of this advice and I compiled it together into a free ebook called One Piece of Advice. And that ebook is available at markscottcoaching.com forward slash one piece of advice. This is an opportunity for you to learn for free from some of the most respected people in our industry to take their advice and use it to make yourself better and grow your voiceover business. You can download that free ebook now at markscottcoaching.com forward slash one piece of advice. Now back to our show. Here's another one that I like to do. A few weeks after I deliver a voiceover recording to my clients, I go looking for the project online. Now I do a lot of corporate videos, a lot of explainer videos, and so often th that stuff gets put on YouTube or onto clients' websites. Now, I know that not every project is gonna make it onto the interwebs. You know, some of them are internal. E-learning work, for example, is not going to make it on there. But if you can find it, you now have a reason to reach out and get top of mind. Let them know that you saw the project. Comment on it. Tell them that they did a great job on the production. Ask them if they mind if you share the project on social media. This gives you an opportunity to be a fan of your client. When you tweet it out, tweet out with the name of the production company and with the name of the actual client. Be a fan. Generate a little bit of eyeball action for them. Get other people watching the video. Meanwhile, you're benefiting from using it as a demo. 
Speaking of which, make sure that you get permission to use it for demo purposes. One of the things that I love about the voice sampler is that it is so easy to add new clips, switch up orders, and mix things around all the time. So if I do a project that I'm really proud of, something that I thought was, was really good, I will ask the client for permission to use that project for demo purposes. And I will grab a clip from that project and I will throw it up into my voice sampler. And so now I've got an added benefit of having something fresh for my demo. So I would encourage you, and this is where a CRM is going to come in handy, to send that reminder or set that reminder for yourself to reach out in a few weeks or to go searching for the project in a few weeks so that if you do find it, you are able to reach out. Now, this particular one, this isn't annoying because you're complimenting their work and you're offering to spread the word via social media. Why would that be annoying? I think we all like it when people say nice things about us. And I think that if we had created a project or we're selling a new item or trying to spread the word of our new company, we would certainly appreciate anybody that was willing to share it. So doing this sort of stuff is not annoying. When you share the project via social media, though, don't do it by saying, look at this VO that I did. Rather, share it as a fan telling your friends about a great service or brand. And people are going to figure out that it was the voiceover that you did. So I think this can be a really effective way to reach out top of mind. Number three on the list, when the check arrives, when the PayPal notice comes in, or when the invoice is otherwise cleared, say thank you. This is especially convenient if you're on 30-day terms with clients because that means that it's been a month since the project was completed and now you have an opportunity to get back top of mind again. And this is not annoying because, quite frankly, it's just the polite thing to do. Taking a moment to say thank you. Yes, your client owes you the money. You deserve to get paid. It is an obligation. It's part of a transactional contract. But it doesn't mean that you can't say thank you. It doesn't mean that you can't reach out and let them know that the invoice is cleared. And for some of you, you're thinking, well, doesn't that, isn't that kind of redundant because won't they know? Well, not necessarily. Because a lot of the companies that I work for have an accounting department. And so the accounting department will clear the invoice, but the project manager that I'm working on, they may never know that. So when I send the invoice to accounting and they clear it, now I can reach out to my project manager and just let them know that the check was cleared, that it was great to work with them and looking forward to the next opportunity. So it's a really great way to stay top of mind without being annoying because you're just being human. You're just being polite. What's new? This is number four on the list. Has it been a while since you last connected with a prospect or a client? Because you just haven't been able to find a good reason to reach out. One of my favorite emails for this exact situation is simply to send a note asking if they're working on anything new. And remember, you're not selling. You're connecting. What is everybody's favorite subject to talk about? It's ourselves. So if you reach out to them and give them an opportunity to talk about themselves and about their work, which is usually something that they're passionate about, particularly in the creative industry, that is not going to be annoying. It's a really smart way to get yourself top of mind while simultaneously finding out what kind of stuff they're working on. Maybe they're going to write you back and they're going to say, hey, you know, I'm working on this and this and this and this and, and great to hear from you. And maybe you're going to write them back and say, would love to have the opportunity to do some more work with you, 
Or if you're looking for a specific type of voice, let me know and I'm happy to make some referrals for you. So you're now throwing in an additional value add. These things are not annoying because you're showing interest in your client or your leader, your prospect. You're showing interest in your work. Let's be honest. Everybody loves to talk about the cool stuff that they're working on. And it potentially gives you an opportunity to throw in a value add service like making a referral. So this is a really, really good one, a really easy way to stay top of mind. And then the last one that I have on the list for this particular episode anyway, is get social with them. You should be connected with your leads, with your prospects, and with your clients on social media. And if you haven't done it yet, I would strongly encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode of the podcast. So last week's episode was number 35, and it's called How to Build Your Social Networks. And this talks about being very strategic about building your social network so that you've got the right people to get connected with. And that goes in line with tip number five, which is getting social with them. Making sure that your leads, your prospects, and your clients are making up your social networks so that you can see what they're sharing and that you can engage with them. So if they shared something on Twitter, reply. If they posted something on Facebook, leave a comment. If they wrote an article or shared an article on LinkedIn, comment or share it. All of these social triggers are simple, effective ways to bring yourself top of mind. And this is not annoying because this is exactly how social media works. Social media was created for engagement. One of the things I want you to remember, though, what stands out to you more? A like on Instagram or a comment on Instagram? A like on Facebook or a comment on Facebook? The comments are always going to stand out more. And the comments are always going to open the door to further engagement and conversation. So as you are connecting and getting social with your leads, with your prospects and your clients, don't just click the like button because it's easy, but actually take the time to leave a comment and get engaged with them. Okay, that's what's going to make the difference. That's what's going to start the conversations. So all of these five tips offer you convenient ways to get yourself back in front of your prospects and your clients, and none of them involve selling, pitching, or anything really that is annoying. These are relationship-building techniques, and they all add value, and they all serve a purpose. The most important thing that you can do as a voice actor is to grow your database and convert leads to prospects and prospects to clients, and you're going to do that by making the touches every week. This is something that needs to happen. Just like you consider it essential to jump into the studio in the morning and knock out any auditions that have come in through the night or any audition opportunities that are existing on that particular day, this needs to be part of that routine. The marketing needs to be part of that routine. And having a CRM in place and holding yourself accountable to doing it, that's going to be the difference maker. I have said for years that the success is in the follow-up. Quite frankly, your business and the continued growth of your business is dependent upon you doing some of these things. Now, there are a thousand different ways that you can follow up and stay top of mind with your leads, your prospects, and your clients without being annoying, but these are five that are really, really easy. They're five that every one of us can do and, and on any given day just about. So let's recap quickly. The vacation notice is really important. But remember that when you're sending that vacation notice that you're sending it so that it's written to their 
benefit. It's not just about, hey, I'm going on vacation and it's going to be exciting and I'm going to Hawaii and I'm going to sit on the beach. No, 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 no. Not like that. It's, hey, I'm going to be away for a few days and I don't want to mess up any timelines. So if you've got any projects that are coming up, I'd love to be able to get those completed for you before I go so that everything can stay on track for you. Writing it to make it about them. Setting a reminder in your CRM to look for the project a few weeks after it's been completed, maybe six weeks later. You're going to look for that project online and if you find it, you're going to ask for permission to share it on social media. You're going to ask for permission to use it for demo purposes. And when you share it, remember it's not, hey, look at me. It's, hey, look at them and the work that they did. Saying thank you when payment arrives. Just because it's the polite thing to do. Reaching out to them and asking them what's new. Which is going to give you an opportunity to hear about some of the new projects that they've got in your pipeline. And potentially offer opportunities for value add. Whether that's through you doing voiceover or maybe being able to help them find a great voice actor because they've got a specific need in mind. And then making sure that you are staying connected with them on social. Engage with them because that is what social media was designed for. If you are doing any and all of these things, you are going to keep yourself top of mind. You're going to build the relationship. You're going to be the voice actor that they are thinking about when they are thinking about hiring a voice actor. And you're going to do all of it without being annoying, which is really important. Get over that fear and do what needs to be done. Do what you have to do to grow your voiceover business. Thanks so much for checking out another episode of the podcast. I truly do appreciate it. Remember that you can subscribe wherever fine podcasts are given away for free, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And you can listen to any episode anytime at vopreneur.com. By the way, while you're on the website at vopreneur.com, make sure you click on the shop button and you can order some of your very own Vopreneur swag, including the original voiceover hoodie and the Vopreneur hoodie because, hey, Winter's coming. You're going to want to stay warm. That's available again at vopreneur.com and then click on the shop button. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Amp Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of Voice Amp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.